0: you're ready to be premature wow, all over again <laughs> yeah. wow, that's, that's quick. impressive quick reset, yeah. quick, reset. Yeah. quick reset yeah
1: that's right looking okay. gin balls it's just gonna be a vicious cycle
2: who knew the job was pro bono i was so high that um i shit myself at some point <laughs> <laughs> okay i can still hear somebody somebody
3: everybody mute Goddamn, you're killing me <laughs>
0: My SEAL Team 6 went to SEAL Team 12. <laughs> <laughs>
3: There's nothing wrong with punching above your weight. The, the point you get it. better. Well, I don't it's know what's worse You're a ginger or you've been vaccinated.
0: You <laughs> sit around and drink and solve the world's problems, right? Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this <laughs> present so and let uh, the I- debate begin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen,
3: to a new episode of A Spirited Debate. We have what's potentially going to be a contentious one. We will see what happens. But before we do that, let me go ahead and ask, how is everybody doing today?
2: I said a <laughs> boom shakalaka, baby.
3: Um,
1: you didn't see that coming, did you? Eddie? I didn't see that coming. Uh, all
0: right, Boss, that's thank the you Austrian for that. blitzkrieg.
1: Do they have such a thing?
2: Uh, uh, I think they do now.
3: Bringing the fire and the
2: passion, a, I like it.
3: Yeah, he, he kind of stole your thunder there, Grinch. Um, all right, Am so you? we have a full house today. We've invited a guest in. uh We have an individual with us, Andy Napoli. Is that how you say your last name?
4: Yes, that's correct. That's it's correct pronunciation.
3: All right, I haven't screwed it up yet. Uh, so we've invited him in for today's episode to give his perspective on the issue at hand. Obviously, we're going to do as we always do. We go around the room, find out what everybody's drinking, and then we'll jump into our topic. So, Andy, thank you for being here. I'm going to just give you a few seconds to just tell our listeners who you are, what your background is, and then jump right into your drink, and then we'll go around the room.
4: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for having me. Uh, so, I'm originally from New Jersey, uh, Bergen County. Uh, I've uh, worked on Capitol Hill for about 10 years uh, for Congressman Chris Smith of New Jersey. Um, and I have, I've worked for the United States Department of the Army as a civilian for about 15, 16 years uh, since 2006, Uh, mostly working installations issues uh, as well as congressional affairs. So uh, I tend to be a a generalist surrounded by engineers. Uh, My background is political science. So uh, I'm definitely an odd duck uh, in the Pentagon you know, and, uh, to, you know, can always be counted on to tell it straight and uh, call him as I see him. So, uh, and, uh, so and I think that's why they keep me around. They haven't gotten rid of me yet. Uh, so they've had have and they've had ample opportunity to do so. Uh, obviously, the views uh, on today's program are, uh, are my own and not that of the United States Army.
3: We appreciate that. Um, unfortunately, I didn't know and you I, from New Jersey. So unfortunately, we're going to have to let you go. No, I'm just kidding.
4: Yeah,
0: see you later, Every, so. Hey, everything's legal in New Jersey. Hey, easy now. I know if, Hamil- at least if we Hamilton have- taught me anything. Yeah, we
4: have one <laughs> listener in New Jersey that I know of. So let's not abuse our New Jersey <laughs> listeners. Yeah, just for the record, uh, one, of, one of my uh, great grandfathers, uh, mm-hmm. we have his equivalent of his DD-214, team, which was issued by the Imperial Italian Army in 1904. Uh, and uh, his home of record listed on his DD-214 equivalent is Corleone Sicily. So I'm just Nice, saying. nice.
1: Uh, <laughs> so, so, so don't piss you off is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah,
2: so. what I'm we we yeah, might yeah, disappear.
0: So. I'm just saying.
2: I'm just saying. Just I'm saying. Sorry if he is, so. Don't let
0: him know it's you that
4: pissed him off. Right.
2: Well, I
0: was so going I'm, to say.
4: I'm, drinking. I, I'm actually on the road uh, uh, trying to get some deer hunting going here today. Uh, hopefully I'll get something uh, at uh, dusk. So I always only grabbed a uh, a blue moon uh, to to, to drink with you guys. Uh, Obviously, one is going to be one and done because I got to get out there and hopefully hit something.
3: Do you, though? (laughs) One? Just one? (laughs)
1: Uh,
3: No, we you know, we appreciate you being here. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to uh, to join us and, you know, give us your views and perspectives on what we're going to talk about Napoli. So don't do you hail from Napoli, Italy, the family or yes. Okay. Yeah, that's where
4: my, my father's side of his family uh, is from Salerno, uh, right so they, outside of Napoli.
3: They named Napoli after your family. That's beautiful. I, I, yeah. that's awesome. Okay, yeah, now that's we right. We all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So you know, Belgian wit beer. I, I, look, Mac loves Blue Moon. So you know, I love the Blue Moon. So that's going to have a little bit of orange
1: juice or anything in there.
4: No, I, I probably I that I granted out of the grab and go from the hotel <laughs> about yeah. ten seconds before we fired up
1: yeah see that's dedication right that's there it. he came right.
3: prepared that's all that matters that's all we ask all right uh you know grinch since you invited andy on the show i'd love to know what you're drinking today
0: yeah uh if everybody didn't catch the visual before it's a yoda rita <laughs> 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 thank you uh, instagram and your so, wife uh, they, and my wife she's right so yeah so, uh you know really it's a standard margarita you just take the the two limes Make make the ears and use two jalapenos for the eyes. So fun little, fun little take. Uh, I think the tequila is the, what is it like the exotica or exotic or whatever it is. It's just your, it's a blanco tequila, okay. and then some standard mix. You <laughs> held
3: it up, so when this is over, I'm going to grab a screenshot of that so I can post it.
0: it you, okay. you okay? I was going yeah. yes. to say Make sure I we get it. that. I, I got a picture okay. of it. I can send you guys.
3: Yeah, definitely do that. Ah, so just a standard margarita, but fashioned to look like little baby Yoda.
0: How oh, cute! Broke, you're, broke. You're to, to drink
2: or not to drink? It's just it, to get drunk.
3: Yes, it. drink you must. <laughs> That's uh, right.
0: You're adorable in your old age, Grinch. Hey, I'm not. I'm not shooting anything later. <laughs> I, as as I know. You, I, <laughs> I'm really Whoa, loving. Oh, I jumping into the topic yes, too early. <laughs> hold on. Yeah, it's
2: okay. It's all right. I, you, really do you do what you do, Grinch. Yeah. Or, or it is right. Mrs. Hustle I mean, started calling you Matthew Mahana, uh, uh, McConaughey Grinch. All right, you know, all, right well, yeah. all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. I'll take
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Thirty-two years. This is what we get. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah. okay. uh, all right, Haas. I know you have been pre-gaming all afternoon. I'd love to know what you decided to drink for the show.
2: Uh, I'm doing uh, the Dos Madeiras five plus five, um, with a billy full of other, a whole lot of other boozes so okay.
4: far.
2: Yeah, we started. We, get... we started. Uh, we, started uh, we started five hours ago. So this should be fun.
3: <laughs> are you saying the rest of us got to play catch up?
2: Uh, I'm saying y'all are slackers. Let's go on spit spot. <laughs>
0: okay. Hey, what's, right, what man. is it, uh, Paul from, uh, from freaking goat whiskey said, or his, the shirt says, if you don't start drinking in the morning, how can you drink all day? That's right. Yeah. We're sitting
2: at brunch. We're sitting at brunch this morning at 10 AM at our favorite pub and motherfuckers around us are pounding beers, pounding beers. Like, like they're the last beers on the planet. I'm they- like, I looked at Mrs. Haas and I went, I, I, even I cannot drink at 10 in the morning. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, you
3: tried. You tried. I
2: believe yeah, in yeah. you. I, mean. I think you can do
3: it. <laughs> Mama didn't raise no quitter.
2: That's right. Well, <laughs> no, I have never quit. That's part of the problem.
3: But you got to start. I mean, you got to start or, yeah. or quitting's yeah. not even on the table. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for being here, Haas. Uh, this ought to be a good one, depending on how much you've pre game So we'll find out. Mac, <laughs> what are you drinking today?
1: Um I circled back today to uh to one we've done already before uh, the winter bourbon smash.
3: Nice. Um,
1: so so okay. it is you know it's the one with you know a little bit of the preserves I went with strawberry preserves uh triple sec little orange juice club soda and then um I use the buffalo trace bourbon uh to put it in there so you nice. know again had it before uh it's probably been about a year now I think since we did this around Christmas time last year. Um and loved it then, so I figured I would uh, circle back around to it now.
2: Yeah, that's oh, what Grinch yeah. uh, asked
0: you to do, right?
2: It, it yep. was. That's
1: why I remember being Christmas, because that's when we were gifting everybody drinks.
3: Nothing yeah, wrong it, with, with circling Andy, back done, to one you like.
0: We've done pick them for everybody. We've done pick for each other. We've done surprise. <laughs> this one's a, this is pretty cool, because it's a bourbon with actual jam in it. Makes and so gives it gives a little more texture. It's, it, it's a good drink, for sure. It is.
3: All right. Then I guess I will go last. Uh, for our episode, obviously, I, I found a theme drink. This particular drink. Did. Yes, I did. This particular drink is called the Scales of Justice. Mm. And the original is 50% light rum and 50% what's called Averna, which is like a sweet vermouth style uh, alcohol. Um, I decided that per our topic, I would shift those Scales of Justice more the way they were done during this particular time frame so I just went with 100% of Don Papa rum and bitters uh, because it is 50% light rum 50% Averna and then a few dashes of bitter so I just went 100% rum but that's amazing of bitters. too uh, it is it's actually I know you like Don yeah. Papa because you pointed it out
0: I do uh, you should have have put a little a little, a little blindfold the around the glass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the blind scales of justice
2: <laughs> that the fucking truth? and then every time he goes to drink he like bumps <laughs> into himself and like, Yeah. Oh.
3: so so that's what i'm drinking it is the scales of justice but obviously it is those those tilted scales so that's what i'm doing so as always gentlemen thank you andy thank you for being here i say cheers yeah, sure to all to of you,
1: you. Yeah. cheers
3: cheers oh, gentlemen cheers and let's get this. now show the on eyes road. are
0: gonna start getting like cock eyes.
3: slower <laughs> lower down in the glass huh? <laughs> All right, so let's, special, let's...
0: special Ed Yoda.
3: Before we start though, I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, friends of, of my wife. So I'd like to give a shout out to Rebecca and Adam who were kind enough to hit the bourbon trail recently this fall and they picked me up a few bottles of bourbon. Thank you for doing the hunting and the heavy lifting. Uh, they got me some Weller Special Reserve, some Weller Antique 107 and some E.H. Taylor small batch. So I just wanted to say thank you to both of you and uh, look forward to having you guys over at some point and trying some bourbon.
0: So Not all you. heroes wear capes. No, they don't. <laughs> I've been trying
3: to get these, and down here in Florida, it is next to impossible to find these. So uh, they were gracious enough to hunt for me while they were up there, and they found these, so I am super thankful. So with that being said, let's jump into our topic. So if you haven't been living under a rock recently, you are aware that something happened uh, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and that was the trial of one Kyle Rittenhouse. And so we thought... a. Y- more than a year ago on September 1st, 2020, we did episode two of a spirited debate and it was gun control, another loaded issue. And in that we actually discussed briefly, the shooting in Wisconsin, it had just occurred, it occurred on the 25th of August, and we, we discussed it. And so we thought, because this trial just occurred recently and they passed down the verdict that we would circle back to it because there were a number of issues related to the trial, the justice system, gun control issues, right or wrong. And it is one of the reasons that we invited Andy on here so that he could give us his perspective, but that is the topic we're gonna be discussing, kind of the judicial calamity that was the Kyle Rittenhouse case, how it came out, good, bad, or indifferent. So that's what we're gonna be talking about. So if there is anybody that would like to jump in Feel free, or I will do it. <laughs> well, you segued. You wanna, yeah? Okay. You want to you kick Let, us
0: off with what you're thinking? Let's do it.
3: Uh, okay. So <laughs> so recently, uh, after some fanfare, 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse in, uh, was on trial for the murder of two individuals and the injuring of a third in Kenosha, Wisconsin during uh, some riots that occurred back on August 25th, 2020. And so he spent a few months in jail. Was released on a, I think it was two million dollars bail. And then obviously this went to trial. They were in trial for eleven days, and then the jury deliberated for four days before they passed down a not guilty on all five counts. Um, and so he it, is, in essence, going to walk yeah, out free. I,
0: I guess it's worth mentioning that the two other charges were dismissed prior to them going to the jury for the other five counts, which was like the weapons possession. Yes. I right. think. And I can't remember what the other one was or like a legal, which I'm of told or something.
2: I'm told that the prosecution thought the weapons charge was the, the, the top charge they thought they could get to stick. And it's, it's important for people to know that when in litigation, when you bring charges against someone, a lot of times what they do is they, they throw as many charges at you as they think it, it, it essentially what they do is they throw spaghetti at a wall, hoping that as many charges or strands of spaghetti will stick, will stick. Right. So, and that's the number one charge that they threw at him that they thought for sure they'd get a conviction on.
3: And we saw that got tossed out before it even went to deliberation by the jury.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm not. I, I read a little bit about it. I don't know if anybody can unpack the intricacies of that one because it had something to do with like the type of weapon it was, his age, in Wisconsin law. I think it was like yes. a combination of those three led to the. And I'm not arguing that it should or it shouldn't have been. It was just one of those. It was curious when that article came out and said those two two charges were dropped right out of the gates. So I, I don't know if anybody. Yeah, else knows I, I
4: I also uh, I actually also felt like he, that was a sure thing, uh, and I was also surprised when it was dismissed. Um, I I thought the nuance had to do with super supervision. In other words, I like you're not allowed to, to possess the gun the that type of weapon uh, in Wisconsin law, but if you have adult supervision. I think you are something to that effect. So, you know that that was the impression that I was on. Um, my thing is
2: it wasn't his weapon,
4: correct? Well, it was purchased on his behalf by an by an adult, right. and then that person was like had custody over the weapon, and then he's allowed to hold it, use it, possess it, but it has to. Minor depression was that he had to have supervision. Right. And, There's the and, presumption
2: of supervision. Therefore, if you bring that charge, you presume that that person would have been supervising the use of the weapon.
4: Right. Yeah. And I, and I think what happened, my recollection of the, again, I don't, I, you know, I, I followed the case pretty closely, but not like, you know, to the point where I didn't have have to work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so my understanding was he, he was with at that car dealership that he, him and his crew w- were out there to try to help protect. But at some point he got separated from the rest of his, his, his the guys he came with and the folks at the dealership. And I don't remember exactly why. I think he was trying to provide medical help or he went out looking to see if anyone needed medical assistance. And then when he went to go back to the dealership, uh, the cops had created a cordon and was told you can't go that way. And he was trying to find his way back to the car dealership when he encountered uh, Rosenbaum. That was my understanding. So I think the fact that it, his was not supervised wasn't like intentional, you know what I'm saying? Like, he had supervision while yeah, he was at the dealership, it, but then right. he got separated, so, you
1: know. So to unpack this a little bit, because, I, I, you know, I'll be the first to admit I did not follow this trial as closely as probably some other people here did. Um, Andy, you mentioned he was at a car dealership. What, what was the initial plan? I mean, were, were they hired by somebody there to protect the car dealership or did they just kind of take it upon
4: themselves
1: or do he you were, know? Well,
4: uh, the, the, well, I'm not 100 percent certain, but. He told folks that he had a job. I mean, th- okay. the, I mean, first of all, let's let's accept the fact that this is a seventeen-year-old kid, right? right. So, seventeen-year-olds exaggerate. Uh, <laughs> what? Secondly, <laughs> how dare you? Right? <laughs> you know, shocking, right? I, 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 uh, and then the other thing is, this kid came from like a tough back, not tough, but like you know, his dad was an alcoholic and a drug abuser. Like, wasn't really in, that involved in a productive way with the kid. His mom was mm-hmm. like a healthcare aide. That was working, you know, to try to support three kids, and and this kid had dreams of being either a cop or an EMT or a healthcare worker, and he had joined like some kind of cadet program that's like a you know like a youth mentorship type of thing, and he did one with one stint with the fire department and another stint with the police department, and at every stage in the kid's life, from what I could read, he kind of was like a wannabe cop or a wannabe EMT. Uh, and, uh, so I think what he told his parents, his mom was that he was, he had gotten a job, but in reality it was a volunteer gig. And, and there may have been confusion about, cause again, he was part of a larger group that, that was organizing to help this dealership that, cause there was a lot of, you know, arson and looting and stuff going right. on. Uh, so it's, it's possible that somebody in the group mentioned that they might get paid, you know, uh, you know, I mean, one of the things I've always tried to, I always assume people are telling the truth until there's like evidence that they're lying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm-hmm. assume that people are being dishonest or deceptive. Uh, you know, I, I remember when I was in college, you know, I, I we, we were we were working to try to get tickets to a Metallica concert and we were supposed to get paid, you know, and, but there was a lot of confusion. All my information was coming second and third hand, you know, and so when we got there, it was not, the whole situation was not like what we expected. So, you know, but anyway, the intent was, they were either volunteering or getting paid to protect this car dealership, because there had been arson and and theft occurring, uh, and and it sounded like the police had effectively abandoned certain areas of the. Given that their shooting of the other gentleman, uh, I, I'm drawing a blank on the the guy's name who sparked the riots. Blake. Uh, Blake Jacob Blake. Yes, Jacob Blake. Uh, so so given that the police shooting of Mr. Blake triggered all of this unrest that they had kind of pulled back and was trying to kind of let, you know, let people kind of express their emotions and their, and their, and, and vent, you know, and, but it got out of hand and there was a lot of, and, and so Kyle and his comrades were watching this unfold in TV and some of them had connections, I think, to this dealership. Uh, and so the kind of a net call went out looking for volunteers and then lo and behold, you know, he shows up with his, with his group.
3: Yeah. You know, just Thank to kind you. of yeah, just to kind of expand on what Andy is saying. So uh, about 15 minutes before the first shooting a call uh, occurred, police arrive, uh, Rittenhouse and other armed civilians who claim to be protecting the dealership. And if I'm not mistaken, the dealership was car source, used car lot. but it, uh-huh. And they had been the, like 100 cars had been torched the previous night. And so they had asked for help. And they went over and and offered water and appreciation. Rittenhouse was actually talking to the police while carrying his rifle. After leaving, he tried to go back to the dealership. But as you said, they they had put up a barricade and had barred people from returning. And then six minutes later, footage shows Kyle Rittenhouse being chased by a group of people into another parking lot several blocks away. So he was there to protect that dealership, but none of what he did was... In the service of protecting that dealership because he wasn't even at the dealership. Right. He,
2: he went he went roaming around with an right. ar-15 at 17 years old
3: and and that's how's that ever going to play out well <clears throat> how's that ever going to end well for anybody involved
0: well uh just returning back to the gun possession and i'm I'll, I'll, a little bit of unpacking it as i read it out loud uh defense lawyers argued he did not violate the state statute in question because of his age and the length of the barrel of his semi-automatic rifle the defense had long argued that the gun possession charge was invalid, saying that Wisconsin law did not bar Mr. Rittenhouse from carrying a military style semi-automatic rifle on August 25th, 2020. Its successful argument hinged in part on the fact that the Smith & Wesson uh, M&P uh, 15, he had strapped around his shoulder, had a 16-inch long barrel. Uh, oh, so it did, might have
4: been the way the statute was worded about that. E- yeah. The weapons had to be a certain type of weapon.
0: Yeah, there's like a,
3: uh, there's a couple paragraphs down I'm trying to find. What's interesting is according to Wisconsin state legislature, state law 948.60, possession, possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18, section two, part A, any person under 18 years of age who possesses or goes armed with a dangerous weapon is guilty of a class A misdemeanor. And it mentions nothing in the entire section about barrel length.
1: Yeah, right. but the, it, the problem it, with that is, is what, what, what constitutes a dangerous weapon? I
0: mean, well, that can be open for interpretation. So later in, it is legal for adults to openly carry firearms in Wisconsin, but state law prohibits minors from possessing firearms, except, except in limited circumstances. Prosecutors argued it was clear that Mr. Rittenhouse, Rittenhouse's possession of the gun was illegal and that the jury should be asked to decide on the charge. The defense lawyers argued that the statute barring Quote, Possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18 did not apply in this case. The statute says it applies to minors carrying a rifle or shotgun only if they are not in compliance with at least one additional statute. This includes those include the regulation so, of hunting so and use of firearms by persons under 16. He was so, 17 right, so at the, the el- time.
2: Yeah, the elements are that he should be in compliance with another statute.
0: Yeah, I mean it doesn't. I don't know what specific ones they cited, but ultimately that was what the defense used to say, you know, based on, you know, call it a technicality, call it what you will. It's a law that they're arguing. Judge uh, ultimately ruled in the favor of the defense saying it yeah, was not illegal well, for him to possess it.
2: So, and that's a great segue. Let's talk about this judge. Um,
4: <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Before just, we do that segue, wow. can
3: like, I can oh. I uh, I'll make that segue, but I did want to return to something I just said to Mac when I said it's okay. not up for debate. Nine forty eight point six zero possession of a dangerous weapon, section one. Dangerous weapon means any firearm, loaded or unloaded, any electric weapon as defined in statute nine forty one point two nine five one C A. Metallic knuckles or knuckles of any substance which could put the same use with the same or similar effect as metallic knuckles nunchucks or any similar weapon consisting of two sticks of wood plastic or metal connected by a length of rope chain wire or leather uh so they right there list Who's what they, a consider, mace? they consider <laughs> the dangerous nunchucks. weapons hey bro I, hey bro practicing don't, for the zombie
2: apocalypse yeah yes. don't play if i'm feeling froggy enough i'm showing up with a fucking yeah they have been watching too
0: much just, walking dead just
2: for shits and giggles <laughs>
0: they list
3: okay. like pointed five pointed stars uh similar pointed nice. star-like objects okay. So I'm just saying, Wisconsin no states, states what's a dangerous right, and that, weapon. But,
1: and that's fine. But <laughs> what, what you were reading said, simply said a dangerous weapon. Oh, well, and if you I, just yeah. say a dangerous weapon right. with no
3: classification, you know,
1: classification, then right. you know a lot of things can be considered a dangerous weapon. And it yeah, I mean, may not necessarily I mean,
2: be. Right. If we give Steven Seagal a stapler. It's, it's a, a dangerous, dangerous weapon.
3: weapon. He just has his fist. Right. Okay, Andy, you, you talked right. about going deer hunting. Would you uh, take a shovel to go deer hunting and hope you can kill a deer with it? no no what do you use is no. your your primary i, I have a browning
4: weapon. i've got a browning lever action 308 uh that i use that i've, that I've you, been using for a long long time
3: and you use that with the intent to what
4: shoot the deer hopefully with a single shot and, and i can get them for food
3: kill kill right yeah. right and that's that's my point point. and that's when we talked about the death penalty debate mag <laughs> was a weapon has one purpose now, you may intimidate with that weapon or whatever, <laughs> but a weapon like that, a firearm, has well, one. Well, I,
2: I, I, I
1: would not disagree, not we disagree that. Agree on
4: that. that, is, yeah. that is work, I, I, I would argue that target shooting... Yeah, I was
1: going to say, a lot products. of people, a lot of people purchase handguns and do nothing but target shoot with them.
4: Na- nowadays. They're, they're, in fact, the majority, majority of kills, all personally-owned weapons are used solely for target shooting. But I, right. I, I do yes,
0: think, so, or you're... Especially your if pop. we're talking about pinky toes. Well, well let's... Let's talk yeah, about. I think your comment was open carry. No, I'm saying we were, those
3: those weapons were designed for one purpose. The manufacturer built them not so people could target practice. When those were designed and built hundreds of years ago, they were intended uh, to do one thing. Just I because we've that modified you were that. You in the business
1: of making handguns, and, and you know what they're. You're, telling, is to me do. That, you're sorry, telling me that. I'm sorry. I forgot that.
3: That when those were designed hundreds of years ago, they thought somebody might want to target practice. No. But for our purposes, that though, for our purposes I'm it, saying isn't that they were designed. Right. It's not. I'm just saying it, it, they it, were yeah. designed for <clears throat> one purpose in mind. And, and yes, that has been molded and shaped over the course of centuries. And I accept that absolutely. Deer hunting, you know, whatever target practice. I'm just saying they were designed for one principal purpose. They've just been It's in to
1: world.
4: I was just going to say that one of the relevant things uh, from my own research on the case about the weapons charge and the, and the and the thing being dismissed is that apparently under self defense law or you know in order to claim self defense you can't assert self defense during the commission of another crime in other words if i were to Good break point. into the grinch's house right and the grinch heard me rummaging through his stuff and shot they at steal me. steal my
0: pants, my, my presents.
4: Right. No, <laughs> you right. the other way around. So I tried to leave crumbs too small for a mouse in the printer's yeah. place uh, and steal the roast beast. He shot at me and missed, and I shot at him and killed him or injured him. I can't claim self-defense because he shot first, right? Because I was in the commission of another crime. And so I think, I don't think the prosecution realized, or a lot of people didn't realize that when that weapons charge got dismissed, I think it largely unraveled the lesser charges. In other words, yeah. the judge allowed the jury to consider lesser charges, but uh, those lesser charges kind of all went away when the underlying weapons charge went away, too, because, you know, that weapons charge was the, 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 the key crime that allowed the, the self-defense claim to not apply. You know, so I think it yeah. kind of unraveled the whole case, to be honest with you. And I would absolutely agree with that.
2: It's important to mention. So on the self-defense part of this, there's something called the castle doctrine, which is essentially this. If you are out in public and you feel threatened and you want to, and someone exhibits force to you, you have a right to exhibit equal force in self-defense. But the castle doctrine states that if given the opportunity, you should retreat versus exuding uh, uh, force back.
1: This is, this is back the to what stands your ground long, right? the point is, the, is, the point
2: is is you want to get, you want to treat all the way back to your castle before exhibiting you know force or excessive force to defend yourself when you feel threatened in any violent way. This kid clearly took and put himself in a situation that reasonable people could calculate could be a violent situation. So how can you? put yourself in that situation and then turn around and claim self-defense.
4: I, 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 would, I would disagree. He, he was running away. I mean, he, he was in fact fleeing.
2: Sure. Andy. It, yes. It's the butt for factor, but for him being in that position to begin with, he would have never had to flee. The,
0: well, the only, and I think I said this in the text, I mean, and Andy was, was kind of touching on this already, which is, if you say it wasn't illegal for him to have the firearm and it isn't illegal for him to be where he is, that strips away a fair bit of kind of starting to lean over to go, well, he was just clearly wrong. Now you're, you're kind of, you're you're now more discreetly focused on that particular, on the specific exchange or incident that happened as opposed to going, well, why was he there in the first place? That that's the thing. I I mean, I have to admit when I first went into this, I, 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 I felt very strongly of like, why the fuck was he there? And kind of the more I looked at it, I'm like, the law is the law in the sense that he, it wasn't illegal for him to be where he was.
3: Technically, it was, right? Because I thought they enacted a curfew that night.
1: I was going
0: to say, I thought there was a curfew. So technically, well, I, so I, other, I don't know what the prosecutors had to say in that regard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
4: that was one of the other dismissed charges, or I'm right. not even sure they even brought it.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't recall it being part of the package, uh, but I may be wrong. But yeah, I mean, you know, so in terms of within the framework of the law, you know, this is where now we move to a jury of 12, which, I mean, I think we should back up a little bit and discuss this, Judge Haas, because he's a serious dude.
2: (laughs) Well, not just that. People need to understand, and I I think, and and I've talked to my kids about this over the years, the, the general public doesn't understand how much power a judge wields in America. They wield an immense amount of power, especially in district courts. Or in the appellate courts, and of course in the Supreme Court, because they are appointed. They're appointed for life. It's really hard to get fired. Most of them never ever retire. This judge has been on the bench since what, like the late nineteen seventies?
3: Eighty three, I think. Um,
2: okay, early eighties. Eighty three. I mean, this guy. This guy's been on the bench for a long time. We don't have terms for judges, you know, in the district courts, and so, I mean. It, these ladies and gentlemen wield an immense amount of power. I mean, they can make or break families for generations on the decisions they make. But it's more important to say on a, on a, on a micro level why they're, that's important. Because when they instruct a jury or when they decide what the prosecution or the defense can say or not say, they can hamstring a case and kind of guide it. So in a lot of instances, when you say it's a bitch trial, It's not really a bench trial, or I mean, I'm sorry, when it's a jury trial, it's not necessarily a jury trial because the judge still makes a lot of decisions that everyone has to listen to. So it's really more of a jury slash bench trial. It's just less of a bench trial uh, for and purposes. And then to take it a step further, if the jury comes back with a decision the judge thinks is outside the realms of reasonableness- they can rein that back in one way or the other based on what they feel is appropriate. So judges do wield an immense amount of power. And this guy, this guy might be a little out of touch and a little long in the tooth, um, you know, as a judge, in my opinion.
0: Well, Well, you know, I mean, this certainly speaks to why certain political factions not, it doesn't matter who, view the the court appointments is so important because that's where the rubber meets the road on affecting society and kind of shaping where society's headed um yeah that said i don't think they can be removed short of um is they it, have is to it, commit a impeachment crime. isn't it called impeachment yeah. though when yeah. they yeah. because they get yeah. brought before congress yeah. they or do senate they
4: but do yeah I. Behavior.
0: say that again yeah. Andy.
3: sorry
4: they they serve for life uh for good behavior, quote right. unquote. And then good behavior is pretty much I mean, there's codes of conduct and things like that, but fundamentally, as Grinch said, you know, the 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 arbitration of that is through the legislature to impeach. Gotcha.
3: You know, yeah. and, and Haas, one of the things and it's you and rare. I talked about. It's
2: it's a pretty rare occurrence. Yeah, yeah. It,
3: it's but, right. Right. Haas, one of the things you and I talked about earlier this week was which I found interesting that he made this choice was he declared that the prosecution could not refer to either of the gentlemen that had been killed as victims they could be referred to as rioters or looters but that they were in no way shape or form to be referred to as victims so you can't leverage the sympathetic vote of the jury with the use of that and and by all intents and purposes they were a victim of a crime they were i mean they were murdered good bad or indifferent that That was
1: you're you're almost it's back to they were committing a crime in and among themselves by being out past curfew. Right. So, you know, you could say, well, if they hadn't been there and they hadn't been breaking the law, this would have never happened either.
3: But again, if, if Andy breaks into the Grinch's home and, and, you know, either one gets killed, a, even if Andy wasn't there to kill, the Grinch but the Grinch tried to shoot him and then and Andy just defends himself like the Grinch is still he's that's still a crime taking his life well, no, no, no. I'm
1: just saying you you know I, I see where you can say we're not going to call them victims
2: well Potentially, because I, I, no, no, were... he, but hold on let's, let's roll this back for a second here's it correct me if I'm wrong Thor. here's the problem you have with this he says the judge says you can't refer to them as victims but you can refer to them as looters and rioters right so in other words you can't take one stance on one side of the plaintiff defense side of things emotionally, which you basically, most certainly can on the other side. Yeah,
1: he's basically saying, I'm going to call them what I think they were, right. whether that's a right. criminal so element. He's got, he's you you, you got should call the
0: them. It's been cited in a number of articles that he specified they could not be referred to as victims.
4: That part I get, but I, I don't think it's true that said they could be referred to as looters and arsonists. I think oh the, the other defense, part gotcha. I think the defense had to demonstrate that they in fact were arsonists or looters or rioters before they could refer to them as that as well. I, I think he was actually trying to be fair in that regard uh, that uh, now I, now it may very well have been that the defense was able to show i mean Rosenbaum, in my view. You know, I think it's pretty easy that there's video evidence of him pushing a flaming dumpster next to a police car to try to set it on fire. I mean, Rosenbaum was was whacked out of his mind. Uh, you know, I think a case can be made pretty easily that he was, in fact, a rioter. The other two guys, okay. I, I don't, know, now, hold I
2: don't on, know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Andy, I, I'm, I'm going to interject here because I'm just curious. You say that and I have to ask you in your opinion. Someone pushing a flaming dumpster into a police car, is
4: that worthy of them being shot? No, no, no. I'm just saying that, no. Okay. Listen, my overall view of the entire case was that they overcharged Rittenhouse to pander to the mob. But I don't, also, I believe that Rittenhouse is not a hero. I think he was stupid to go there. I think his mom, on the day he was arrested, said he should never have been there. You know, I mean, I think, unfortunately, this kid just got swept up in something. And, and it you know he got swept up in something that he couldn't control. Uh, so, so my, my view is that, that he's not a hero we should not lionize this kid. I hope he stays away from the right-wing wackos that are trying to turn him into something that he's not. None. but I also think that, that he was overcharged and that and that he was in fact I think the case was pretty clear that he was uh, in self-defense but uh, as we were saying before, you know, if he was convicted of or, you know, convicted of a, of a weapons charge that would have undermined his self-defense claim. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. I mean,
2: so let, so right. let me ask you this. So all of that said so this. Do you feel as though Rittenhouse was guilty of anything? I mean, at least minimally, you know,
4: I, I actually thought he was guilty of the weapons charge. I just didn't know the arcana of, of Wisconsin law, you know, yeah. and evidently, you know, neither did the prosecution, you know? Uh,
2: yeah. And, and that's the problem, right? Therein lies the rub. is the prosecution shit the bed here, in my opinion?
4: Yeah.
1: Well, did they and, try uh,
3: to overreach I, with a first yeah. degree with intent to kill charge? Should they have gone yeah. with like a manslaughter or murder two, yeah. something yeah, like that? Yeah. And
2: I'm, I think Andy's right. I think the problem is, is Andy's right. that they, they, they The prosecution probably had a lot of pressure because of the mob to overreach with their abilities here. And. Yeah, I mean, that may be 100% why Rittenhouse got, you know, charged but walked guilt-free on all charges because they overshot the moon here and they missed the target completely.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's worth noting, you know, as we discussed it, when a jury trial, it's got to be beyond a reasonable doubt. It was not a hung jury. They did deliberate for 25 hours, four days, however you want to characterize it. And they came back with a unanimous decision is my understanding. And that's the I know thing. there were some, some intricacies of how the jury was selected and the alternates. Yeah, <laughs> a little weird, but but yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I wanted to bring that up, Grinch. Why you thought what you mentioned it, is people understand in criminal trials, civil trials are different. So, in criminal trials, it has to be a, uh, beyond a reasonable doubt, whereas in civil trials, it's um,
0: a reasonable person uh, would conclude. I think yeah, is, yeah or preponderance a term, of uh, preponderance of evidence.
2: Preponderance yeah. of evidence. Thank you. So essentially it works like this it's, think of it in percentages. In a civil trial you only have to reach like 51% to convict In a criminal trial you have to reach 100%. Because we're talking about you know taking away people's civil liberties. And when we take away someone's civil liberties, we need to be sure, you know, 100% that they're guilty of what they're being accused of. Whereas in civil that that's not that's not the case. So you're right. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I saw a sentence that I think agree- I agreed with, although if it applied to me, you know, in certain circumstances, I, I probably wouldn't. It's the the court system is designed so as not to put away someone innocent versus, you know, trying to you know err on the other side, which is well, we weren't totally sure, yeah. so let's put them in jail. Yeah. You know, like that's yeah. why it's such yeah. Dude, you know there's an 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 adversarial question. system. One hundred percent.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: We've talked about how we, I think we all are frustrated by our jurists, our, our, our judicial system. Um, it's important to note that, um, in my opinion, and, and I've worked in, in the legal field for over 20 years now uh, in the U.S., and um, I feel like it's still the best legal system in the world. Um, so while it's not perfect, it's still better than everything else that's out there. Does that mean it? it there's not room for improvement? Of course, yes, there's room for improvement, but... Things things get missed. Things get messed up. You know, in in in, in this instance, yeah, that that's probably what happened. But um, it it doesn't mean it's not a good system. uh, At least in its base values and its in its initial intents. So
1: what's well? And I think this comes back to you know the discussion we've had on the Constitution, right? I think the same thing is with laws. They they should be living documents, right? Some of these laws, you know, and, and we touched on this when Thor started reading some of the document or some of the laws earlier. You know, can be very vague. And maybe some of that needs to be revisited, you know, for, for our 21st century to kind of rewrite some of those laws to make them more applicable to today. Yeah, but, I mean, you but certainly to say
3: draw. to say this statute says anybody under the age of 18 carrying a dangerous weapon is a class A misdemeanor. That's there's no ambig- ambiguity there. Because they also outline yeah, what a until dangerous it's weapon like, is.
0: Until you cite subclause. Until it's right. circumstantial. <laughs> right. Until, until there's.
2: <laughs> until, here's the key phrase. Until there are exigent circumstances in play. In, and I think.
3: So what is that? Jacob Blake getting shot and paralyzed and riots occurring? Are those those exigent circumstances well, you're discussing? Well,
2: bro, I'm, I'm not, not going to sit here and, <laughs> and, and argue one way or the other. That's not what I get paid for, bro. No, you don't. I, you don't pay I, me squat only. I mean, maybe in good looks and like air kisses.
0: There you go. I mean, I think I think, you know, Andy definitely centered us up well. And I agree with what what you said, Andy. You know, I, I wasn't going into this discussion necessarily mentally there of look at the end of the day. There were no winners. You know, you had a kid who probably needed some additional mentorship that, you know, in his mind kind of thought he was doing the right thing. Caught up in some unfortunate circumstances, and now two people are dead and one's injured. But I do wonder if this will this will shift to a civil case? Because yeah, I I agree. agree. Yeah, I I talked About
2: having a civil case.
1: So it was overplayed
0: with what they tried to accomplish with this trial. It was generally what happens
2: in egregious cases like this is they let the criminal case play out because the civil attorneys want to see what happens. And they'll take the pieces of that puzzle, and then they'll start creating the base foundation of the civil case. So there are civil cases coming. Fret not, my friend. Yeah, that, that's that's how this plays out, generally speaking. It, it, well, I don't it, say that because you... I'm
0: hoping they gun for the kid. I just assume that that's what's likely to happen.
2: Well, it, it's sad. That but, was a bad phrase. Probably good. Yeah. That's not what I meant. It was a bad phrase, but the but the pun was on point. Uh, if- or, I'm sorry. The pun was the pun was on target. What if the
3: 17-year-old, what if this 17-year-old had been a black kid and the same thing happens? How does this justice system work that out?
1: I don't even begin answers. to speculate on that because I know that's what you're wanting me to do. I mean, I'm not do look, we know that that
3: kid would be in jail right now. Uh,
4: well, I he think would. there's an increased risk he would be in jail. Uh, there is an I, increased you know, risk. I, yeah, I, I you know, I, I mean I have this debate with my friends on Facebook all the time, you know, that that very question of the race, right? And and what I, what I told them is the same thing I'll tell you guys. It was incre- There would be an increased risk that, that he would be taken to be an aggressor, right? But there's not a guarantee that that would happen. No, no uh, absolutely not. And, yeah. and the fact is, you know, when the cops, you know, there, I think you referenced uh, uh, Thor uh, in the intro, you know, that the cops rolled by when he was at the dealership and was throwing water bottles and saying, you know, hey guys, thanks so much. I mean, those cops did not like line those folks up and determine what race they were you know what i'm saying like police officers are pretty good at interpreting people's body language and context right and in that context although those folks were armed and they were open carry they were stayed put in in a dealership and it was obvious what they were doing you know they were basically like essentially contract security you know except some of them were volunteers uh, the cops didn't perceive him as a threat, I think, for the right reasons, because they weren't they weren't, you know, flinging flaming dumpsters around,
2: you know, frozen
4: <laughs> well, throwing, throwing water bombs. You know, <laughs> on the other hand, when Kyle was walking down the street, is you know, when it got separated and, and you know, again, I, I think the kid was naive, uh, you know, because I, I, you know, a normal person who was not naive would not wander out you know, in the middle of a riot away from you know, in the city by themselves, you know, knowing that this is a race riot, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell are you thinking, you know? But I don't think he did. I don't think the kid had malice because he was earlier in the day, he was cleaning graffiti off a school, you know, and the kid had packed his own med kit and was wandering around. I mean, I don't know if you saw the video, you know, some of the video footage, but he was wandering around the street by himself saying, medical, medical, medical. And at one point he ran into like a pair of African-American folks and the one guy was like kind of picking a flight with him, like, oh yeah, you leveled your barrel, your gun at me, or whatever earlier, saying now you're out here saying medical, medical, right? And and, and I and I think what that was, if I remember correctly, was that, that those pair of dudes had had wandered into the dealership, were greeted with you know, leveled gun barrels, like, hey, get the hell out of here. And that and the dudes remembered it, right? And now he remembers and seeing. Rittenhouse wandering around offering medical assistance what I thought was very telling was Rittenhouse didn't get into an argument with the dudes he didn't you know say well I was defending my friend's dealership he just totally de-escalated and walked off like he basically pretended they weren't even there and just kept asking if anyone needs medical assistance to me that's the, the, the fact that he was there uh, with the medical and and the fact that he was uh, cleaning graffiti in, in my mind means that he was a naive, idealistic kid, put into a very difficult position, and and partly pr- manipulated by the the images and things like that 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 he was seeing. You know, it felt like you know it was like his duty to do something. And again, this is a kid who basically wanted to be in public service in some way. You know, so I mean, I, I, you know, I, I think it's undisputable that he shouldn't have been there, uh, and I think him wandering off was profoundly stupid. Uh, I, I mean, you know, to, to, to the other point you guys raised about what happens with the civil cases, I mean, my fear is that th- having failed to secure the conviction that the three families of the victims will attempt to sue him civilly, and that will drive him into the arms of, yes, you know, more radical right, elements. Of the, of, right? the, of
2: the far right who will, who yeah, will because they'll come up with the
4: money for the, yeah. for the legal defense. And then they'll use it as a fundraising vehicle, which yeah. they've already been doing, you know. And so, unfortunately, yeah. it's going to drive this and he, he'll,
2: he'll end up becoming like a little bit of a mascot for the far right. For Matt well, <laughs> Yeah.
0: No,
4: I, I, yeah, I, so, I mean.
0: Go ahead, Mac. Sorry. I was going to say a couple of things I want
1: to touch on, right? I, I, I think to Andy's point, I, I think if this kid had been at the dealership. And you know, he had shot these two people earlier in the day that you know that you mentioned that had come into the dealership, he leveled a barrel on them. At the dealership, I think we're talking about a whole different story, right? At that point, I think it's easy to say, okay, yes, you know, this could be self-defense. You were protecting, you know, physical property from somebody who was coming onto that physical property,
3: which you were asked to do, expressly. I asked. think
1: right. I think to, to Andy's point, you know, you you had a kid. And, and let's be honest, right? I mean, that's what he was. He was seventeen years old. He was a kid who wandered off, right? Or you know, right or wrong, he did something he shouldn't have done, and put himself in a situation that he should have never been in. And, and I think you know, I, I don't know the kid, right? I, I think to me, hopefully, the biggest punishment that will come out of this is that he will have to live the rest of his life knowing, you know. And I've never. Or... I, I've never taken anybody's life. I hope I, God forbid, I hope I never have to, but he's going to have to live the rest of his life with that. And, and maybe that's all you can take out of that is that, you know, and, and, and what scares me even more though, is that he might be okay with that. I don't know. Right. If he is, then, then that's a bigger problem. Well, but you know, if he has to live the rest of his life knowing that he took two innocent people's lives, then maybe that is that punishment enough? I don't know. Well, I mean, I
2: everybody else saw the video of him crying on the stand, right? Did Did, did anyone else feel like he was remorseful or not?
0: I I, I saw the image of it. I didn't see the video. And it's yeah, I didn't okay. see it either. Yeah. I don't
3: know if it was remorseful for what I've done as much as it's remorseful for
0: I'm, I'm facing the, right where I'm at yeah. and what I'm the facing. I'm in now. Yeah. Um. And and again, or, or some combination of the above. Right. But who knows? You know. I'm sure. You know. <laughs> you know I, back to andy's point i, I it concerns me that fucking tucker carlson's folks were allowed a lot of access to the defense it mm-hmm. concerns me where that what the narrative of this will be um and i think you know maybe towards the end of this we we can discuss these so what do we think this might mean for future right <laughs> incidents no, and I, I definitely want again, to thank, sure thank you for wrenching that. that up for me because i was gonna <laughs> yeah. go there
3: but you know you like yeah to jump it, ahead. it's it, Yeah, well, we can go ahead and jump to it. Oh, no, I was just going to say, first off, Grinch, to you, do me a favor. Stop bringing people on this show that have well-thought-out ideas from New Jersey, okay? (laughs) This just doesn't work. I mean, it does not work.
1: (laughs) So, no. so clearly, they they spend so little time having to pump their own gas that they have time to have these rational thoughts. Um, <laughs> look, look the that freaked day. me out the first time I was in New Jersey, and I got out to pump my own gas, and the guy came flying <laughs> no, no, no. out of the gas station. Right. No, 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 no! You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Like cocktail
2: steak.
3: <laughs> Mac, Mac, we're we're effectively the same age. You don't remember full service gas stations when we were little. No, not well, really? I mean,
1: I think there were some yeah. full service gas stations, yeah. but we—I mean—they weren't everywhere, right? I mean, no,
0: of course not. uh well, And a big reason, you know, I thought Andy be a great fit for this discussion is he has a knack for like as we used to joke when we worked together, seeing seeing the matrix. There's right? the <laughs> what's everything. painted on fr- in front, what's flashing on the page, what's hitting Facebook. And then there's the, yeah. well, can we just discuss this for a minute? I think, I think there's some other shit you know, going it, on. It, yeah, that's it, the complete it's opposite of social media. It's, yeah. funny.
2: <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that because I really felt myself gravitating when I was reading all these articles because admittedly, like Max said earlier, I did not follow this. And I, and I feel kind of guilty about this and bad about this. I did not follow this case as intimately. And so I was still in the stateside. I might have followed this a lot more closely, but I didn't this time. And so I kind of had to play catch up for the podcast. And I really felt myself gravitating, even though I was reading articles and stuff on both sides. I, I, I got to be honest with you, Andy, you really kind of pulled me a little more center than what I was gravitating towards. I'm not still sure that I'm necessarily at where you're at on this um, uh, perspectively, but, but, but I do appreciate your perspective and how you do approach these things pragmatically. So, yeah, I'm appreciative for sure. Well, I agree.
3: And I didn't want to go into this vilifying a 17, 18-year-old kid. That was not the purpose of this topic. And I I think what Andy brings to the table in his perspective is saying, hey, this kid was just – a dumb kid in a, in the wrong place, making bad choices.
2: Yeah. Shitty, shitty upbringing, well, you know, man, no, nobody, look, no real solid guidance, you know, we've
1: it's all been yeah. 17 and we've all made stupid mistakes. Thank yeah. God that none of us have ever made anything this bad. Speak
3: for
0: hey, yourself. I mean, okay. We all true. know you're, a guy who shot a friend of ours with, stay, with a 22 stay, shooting
1: mistakes. a toilet.
3: That's right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. We see how talk about wrong Yes, but it was intent.
2: It was all, it's all about, it's all about intent as Amy said earlier. His intent was shoot the toilet, not our friend. Yeah. And that
1: was
3: the and that was the thing I sent out in text. Was it was,
1: though? Yeah, that's right.
3: <laughs> was was in, in terms of our topic? I, don't, I didn't want all, it to be I about. Think, I don't
2: think TW is that smart. <laughs> no, he no, is. I mean, his Penn life Eagle. has proven that. <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, I didn't want this to be necessarily about gun control, and I. I totally understand the point, Haas, you made it like the gun charge was kind of their paramount charge they were trying to leverage. And then Andy, you saying without that, it kind of removes everything else from the equation. But I really wanted the focus to be, was this a breakdown of our judicial system? Were there issues? Absolutely. You know, and, and, and I guess ultimately, Grinch, and what you're saying in terms of what does this mean moving forward? Have we basically just said, it's okay you can get away with murder if these things exist
0: in if your particular case.
1: I mean, I'll say, yeah. right? I
0: mean, Trayvon Martin, yeah, and that George comes out of this That was yeah. that's certainly my other concern of the. You know, if this is now a precedent that will be cited in other cases, you know, depending of right. if you you basically put yourself in the midst of potential harm. And then you, you can say there was nothing illegal about me being here. I just defended myself. Well, th- that's not th- like
1: right. The, but it's, the it's slippery to, slope of
0: that is not good. It's <laughs> you hard know? to argue so, with that so,
1: because you're right. If if I there you know look right, every city has areas that, and we and we all know where they're at right. Where you're not going to go after hours, um, except for maybe Haas. Um, but Unless your car those, breaks down at a gas station. That's and you just, have a, back alley. That's yeah, just a back alley. Yeah, we're not going to go do that. Um, but you know, for me to happening. say, okay, well, I'm going to go down there. And, you know, I know I shouldn't be there. You know, why, why am I there? And I put myself in a bad situation where that, then I have to defend myself. I guess to me, it's, it's people need to use common sense, right? Don't put yourself in a situation where you have to defend
4: yourself. Well, I yeah. mean, why would oh, you do and that? And, and, I, I, and I think that's, uh, go ahead, Andy, i sorry. Oh, I was going to say, so I, 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 two points. The quick point is the criminal justice system isn't the only thing, and as a, a conservative, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like an enlightenment, classical conservative, right? So I, I've always been of the view that we, we over-criminalize way too much of our social uh, interactions. Uh, but I would say, uh, uh, you know, uh, to Max point uh, that, you know, I, I mean, look at other uh, situations where, where women, you know, sort of the me too stuff, right? Like notwithstanding that my wife would, you know, tell me or anybody who would be willing to listen that a woman shouldn't put herself in a party with a bunch of dudes and she's hammered and and you know, she her friend has left and da da da, da. You know, it still doesn't give the dude the excuse to criminally right. put his hands on her. You know what I'm saying? So notwithstanding that this kid's dumb, naive, you know, was a was a you know adrenaline junkie or whatever you want to call him, you know, still doesn't give Rosenbaum and Huber the right to start to run after him, hit him, and try to take his gun. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but I, I, I you know, so so in the larger context of where do we go from here? I would say that number one, I I have always had a problem with with BLM as an organization. Right. I I think that there's a lot of similarity between the way BLM manages its 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 decentralized protest generation with with a lot of the stuff that Trump was doing. Right. And, And what I mean by that is if you look, if you compare BLM with the sort of the classic civil rights leaders of like John Lewis and Martin Luther King, those were like top down organizations, Meaning Martin Luther King and John Lewis, they trained those activists. How to handle and respond to incredibly stressful situations. It was like a well-organized machine.
3: So then it didn't escalate.
4: Correct. Yeah, they he, knew I, I wanna give the other guy any excuse, you know, and, and they knew. Whereas BLM is the opposite of that. They they right. generate grassroots support and then they direct them in a situation, and then everyone's shocked when things go sideways. Mm-hmm. And of course, the white wing militias do the same thing. You know, they let me ask you this. Here. So, yeah, here's was, one
2: of the biggest problems I have because you're talking about someone attacking someone with, with with an automatic weapon. That's not equal force, right? If I'm coming at you and I'm barefisted, or I have a skateboard and you have a weapon, you have a firearm, that's not equal force. That's excessive force. But I'm trying to take us and- gun though.
0: Yeah, that's what I was yeah, gonna you- say. I think that the, the nuance, it's not even really nuanced, the detail that matters is he was not the aggressor. Now, I mean, the only comment I, I was going to make to that well, on that same vein, though, is neither one of those two gentlemen lived to be able to testify as to what their state of mind was. Right. And it's all that, speculation We from had video. to go off video and eyewitnesses, which does, it, 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 it removes an aspect of that of going, well, what were you thinking? Right. Now, you could use the video to dispute, like, well, he aimed his weapon at me and said, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. It's like, well, no, no, he didn't. <laughs> you know? Like the video shows he didn't do that.
3: Right. So. Mac, what were you going to say?
0: I'm not going to get Grinch
1: this time. I, I burn it into my head. What I go, don't for it, say. go for it. Okay. So uh, before you do that, I. <laughs> so so you, you said he's not the aggressor uh, Is it not easy enough to say, though, that this is a 17-year-old kid who has no business walking around during a curfew carrying a handgun. Does that not to some extent almost make him an aggressor? Well, I don't know. I, we're not talking I, legally, yeah, here, right? Well, but,
0: I, yeah, but right. But that's but that's what mattered in the court was, was legally he was not what right. he could or could not have been able to do that, therefore now justifies the you know the action taken against him if you will right because likewise i mean if in this country you know there wasn't anything that i I and the curfew was established i got that i mean by that argument you'd be like well everybody that's you know connected to this event tonight is wrong you're all going to jail
1: no they should no and i want (laughs) to you know what i mean mean, every one of them should have probably gone to jail because if they were out past curfew you arrest them all you you lock them up And and, and, you know maybe this situation never happens.
0: But by the same kind of kind of you know pivoting off the like that, it's the infamous, especially in army training, of like you know rape. It's like just because they're drunk and they're in a bad location doesn't justify the rape. If two looters, rioters, people who were present at the time had also shot each other, you'd still prosecute one. You wouldn't just say, well, they both shouldn't have been there, therefore you know you you dismiss the murder charge it's not
1: offsetting penalties,
0: and penalties. right right <laughs> it is, so I mean yeah again I mean kind of to Haas's point I'm kind of appreciative that we had this discussion because it centered up a lot of the details at least in terms of me forming my opinion of it because the gut was like like everybody else I fell victim to a lot of the splash pages and it was like fuck this kid just got away with murder and then it's like the more you sort of look at it you're like I'm not saying any of it's good but, well, he but I'm not saying I would convict him of murder either, you know? No, but okay.
3: So then that brings us to another point. And of course I'm, oh, well, I'm going to wait because I'd like him to be, I don't know if he still has his earbuds in. He does. Um, so here we are. Damn, in, I
1: want to be Haas's liver. That's right? all I got to say.
3: Here we are <laughs> He's got in, nine lives. Nearly, <laughs> in nearly 2022.
2: Bro, I drink a lot of water. Okay. So then a the lot question lot is of water.
3: from a legal standpoint, do we now need to modify our legal system to say there needs to be varying degrees of self-defense? It can't just be self-defense sure. as a blanket. Like it needs to be self-defense one, self-defense two, oh, and that goes and self-defense defense with excessive of, force.
1: You know, just like we said, we said about the Constitution, the laws should be a living, breathing document, right? They, they should change with the times. That is um, what our forefathers And I, and I don't know. I feel like, Andy, us. you shook your head there for a second,
2: sir.
4: Oh, no, no, if I mean, just, okay. Living, I should, if you document, disagree, you, I want
2: to hear it. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no.
1: Living document
4: makes the hairs on my neck stand up. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't have a lot of hairs on my head. So, you know. Uh,
1: We're just going to put it out in Google Docs and that, that'll right. be our whole legal system. from here. So, so, No,
4: no. I, I mean, it's the opposite, my friend. It, I mean, the, the law is not written in pencil. What I what I would. So the hmm. law is supposed to be what it is. Right. If you don't like it, change it.
3: Move the right. fuck out of the country. <laughs> right.
4: So, but but to Thor's point, I think the better solution is not to fool around with the law, but we have to have better institutions that regulate conflict. In other words, if you're relying on the law as the sole means of regulating conflict, you're never going to get good outcomes.
2: Right. Right. Already lost. right.
4: You, you're, you know, I mean, because the, the law is not designed to do that. You know, the law is designed to make the call balls and strikes. You know, mm-hmm. but the rest of the game is supposed to be mediated through institutions, norms, values, traditions. And that's yeah, what's here, really eroded. So, you know? so real quick yeah, though. But but hold um, on. I am
2: gonna I'm gonna but, but, but I wanna I say something first. You. Let me let me go. No. <laughs> I, I think you need better regulators of the law because they're the decision makers, they're the ones where if it's black or white, they're the ones making the decisions in the gray area. So that that's really where we need to focus on is the,
1: right, the judicial in the gray system. Area. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that's, the a, laws.
0: that's a thread to pull unto itself of like the damage of gerrymandering, gerrymandering and other things yeah. like that that affect those the 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 creation of those institutions and the sustainment and support of them. Well, for lack well, of a better term. And, and I would I not to say the judge that...
2: the judge in this case who was able to kind of like guide and persuade which way people tilted emotionally.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess the, the well, then you'd say if the institutions are in place, then you would move for a mistrial, right? Or which would, they did.
2: You know, or you file something to say to the, the effect maker. the judge
0: unfairly biased the case, or now. Well, prosecutor he, might not want to do that, knowing he'll be before that judge again.
2: <laughs> well, no, yeah, sure, maybe, but and, and I'll and I'll tell you this: when Thor and I were talking earlier this week, I'll tell you, whenever you are in a a jurisdiction, if you're a law firm or a lawyer, you're keeping tabs on these judges and the decision they make. You have analytical points. You know which way they lean. You know their history, their background, all that stuff, and all that's taken into account when you when, when you're prepping. Um, for the case logistically, or um, uh, st- uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I can't think of the word. God, bless yeah, it's probably because you got tripped up look, by anal, s- have, 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 Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't the
1: only one that caught that. Good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it had to have look, slipped um, in there. And just and
2: slipped
1: I, in. I want, to, I want to unpack a couple things here, real look, quick. For, okay. First and foremost, Sorry. this shit of not talking over everybody is painful. <laughs> okay, it's really hard, and I'm trying my best.
3: Look, you can talk um, over us. Just don't talk over the guest, okay?
1: Fine. They didn't sign uh, up for that shit. Second, you know, Andy, when you start agreeing with Thor, that's a slippery slope. <laughs> you never want to go down. <laughs> um, <laughs> you should just drop the call now. No, um,
3: I do all the editing, so be careful.
1: <laughs> the, but the most important thing I want to kind of circle back to real quick is, is something that Haas mentioned about the, you know, the judges and judicial system that, that you know, we use this term all the time, right? Interpret the law. There shouldn't be any interpretation, right? I mean, to to the point that yeah. made, I mean, the law is the law, so it should be the way it's written. There there shouldn't but, be. But any judges to have been legislating the
2: law. from the bench for like twenty five, thirty years now. I mean, that's just it doesn't make like it what right, though, right? Doing. No, of course not. No. So and because that's the way we've always well, done it, we should just keep doing it? I don't know, right? If, if we talked about precedents earlier, that was brought up. And yes, this case probably will be cited in future cases Oh, without a doubt. using precedents. But but that doesn't mean people- I got understand. a whole lot of shit when, I'm when, going when to when do
1: tonight when, that I'm going to say this case write,
2: for. <laughs> L- Listen, when lawyers write <laughs> briefs not. and they argue for or against something, it doesn't mean that they're right or wrong. It means they're trying to show that this is more the most current precedent important decision making right I, I, I can tell you no yes people will cited this case in precedence probably for whatever they're trying to leverage the point they're trying to leverage in whatever case they're, they're having but the the the, the 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 prosecution in this case w- w- was filing things at the end of this case asking for a mistrial because they're setting this up to, to file an appeal they knew they were going to lose days yeah, yeah. ago I mean, Thor and I had this conversation days before this decision was made. And I told him the reason they're doing this is because they're setting this up for, you know, to take it to the appellate court because they know they're going to lose because. Well, well, and I think. Go ahead. I think one thing. Go go ahead.
0: Chris. Well, the only question I was going to ask is what I mean, in order to do that, right, either they cite mistrial because of some circumstances or they appeal. But to appeal, don't you have to have new evidence or, Or. Something no, no, you, you,
2: you can. No, here's here's the thing. You can file objections with the judge and the judge can like slap those ob- objections down and you can take those and you can you can file an appellate brief with the appeals court and you can say we're filing an appeal because this judge made these decisions that we said were wrong and we think he's wrong. We think this judge is wrong. And the appeals court will decide whether or not they believe that's true or false.
0: Well here's a here's a leading rhetorical devil's advocate question which is are we are we so concerned that the justice system doesn't work that we're not all walking from this going he had his day in court and he is deemed innocent. Well
1: no no because, I think I think we all know that there's there's, the, there's appeals well right know, but the court we know that does,
0: this isn't the end of it right but does every case need seven attempts to prove that the kid's innocent or not or do, are we just going to just go for a pound of flesh but no matter what. But you what. don't I'm
2: get so many times. You, don't get, you don't get more than one bite of huh? the apple. But I an mean, appeals process should be there. There should be a check and a balance, right? And yeah. that's yeah. the whole point
4: of an appeal. Yeah, yeah I mean, how was it?
0: Go ahead, Amy?
4: I was going to say, I mean, ha- Haas knows better than I that, that you, from a, I mean, the, the system is biased in favor of the defense, right? So the, the prosecution has a one and done. They're done. They can't, re, you know, double jeopardy Fifth Amendment precludes the prosecution now sometimes they'll they'll withhold a charge that they could have charged you know so that they could try to get a second bite at the apple they didn't do that in this case they 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 basically threw everything they could which i think backfired to be honest with you um but now now the defense you know could have and i think i think haas was right that they were setting themselves up for an appeal if things didn't go their way for their client you know for the defendant um but Civilly, they can, the, 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 the Vic, you know, the, the families of uh, and the survivor, uh, Gage, uh, whatever his last name is, I can't pronounce, uh, you know, he'll, he'll probably file something civilly. But criminally, it's all over. I mean, there's no, you know, I, I don't think there's any other charges. If they had him, they would have brought
0: him, you know. Right. New evidence came to light, whatever. Yeah. I doubt there's anything else right. like that. Well, yeah, and, I, so- and that's kind of where, you know, back to the, the society we're in. I mean, that's where I'd love us to be in the sense that, like, if the prosecutor brought everything they had to bear, all evidence was shared between both parties and a jury of 12, despite, you know, taking issue with some of the things the judge did. I'm not sure he flat out created the outcome. You know, it's one of those, do we need to keep going with this or do we talk about how to move forward, which I've seen some articles of like now it's the time to heal and move forward. But. I think that's one aspect of it societally, but I remain concerned about what could happen at future volatile events. Getting back to what you were saying, Andy, which is these movements generate emotion and then they give a direction. Right. As opposed to going, here's what we're looking to achieve. Here's what could happen. Let's prepare for this outcome. At the end of the day, we're here to get change, not just to burn the place down. You know? Oh, look yeah, at the yeah, end of the day.
4: The- yeah. No, no, please. No, just that, that, that again. That it, I think, in terms of productively moving forward, I'm hopeful. Again, I don't know if maybe I'm naive here, but 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 I think the left and the right need to reflect uh, soberly about how they want to uh, you know address their concerns without these things getting out of control. I think. I mean, I don't think it's healthy for people to to wander around in dangerous situations with open carry. As some sort of tribal militia. I mean, that's not good, you know. Uh, not, you know, not hey, with saying so, Yeah, oh,
2: Andy,
4: Andy, are,
2: are you saying we need we need
4: better gun regulation? No, no, I, I, I think <laughs> I think this is bigger than gun regulations. I, I would argue okay. that this is about culture and 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 political organizing is the this better is, way of channeling look, that. It's people right, regulation. Because on the flip
1: side, the the riots should not have happened the way they had, right? Correct. You know, and I think that goes but, back but to what you were talking about earlier.
4: Excuses for riots. I mean, this is what happens. You
1: know, right. look, peaceful protests. I have no problem with. Right. Everybody has the right to protest if done in a proper manner. But when you start destroying public property, it's no longer a peaceful protest.
3: Violence begets violence.
1: But, right. you know, on the, the flip side, you don't want 17 year old kids out there trying to police that it, it's hard enough for the trained police to do it much less you know somebody out there that doesn't know what they're doing and this is the situation or have the emotional iq to
2: understand the situation right
1: so one thing i want to touch on real quick though and and i'm going to open up this can of worms because grinch i think it was you that sent out the article earlier does this set precedent for white privilege which is probably something that you know middle-aged white guys probably shouldn't be speaking on um but, white? You know, wait a, a minute <laughs> sorry i did your parents not tell you um you know does this open up kind of that can of worms I, I i don't know i mean certainly i'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that look at it and say yeah absolutely we touched on it earlier you know had these been african-american or some other minority this this may have turned out a whole different way
3: i will say that if his victims had been black yes. I, I, I would say that there is a good chance that absolutely that might happen, but his right. victims were white. And so that that's an entirely different picture you're painting now. So
0: I don't know how uh, this falls why? out in terms of that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I obviously because I that's the, the, the way we view out it because it caught my eye. Hmm. It's just right. It, and, and this was prior to the discussion. I mean, this was just kind of finding, you know, as I came across articles that were related, you know, kind of kicking Right. No, out no, no, yeah. For, for I mean, to, it, but you know, I, just, I thought it was something on. to touch on no i think i agree i agree um yeah it's you know unfortunately we're humans right so it's hard to have like a scientific method to go let's play that over again change the players and see what happened um
1: well you can't and it's yeah
0: and it doesn't help that the narrative is a white judge with like a what all the jurors were white except for one i think and you know He's a white kid, you know, it's, it's just, it's Kenosha, Wisconsin. But I mean, so it is jury. Yeah, yes. I know. Statistically, <laughs> it's like, uh, and I mean, okay. He used the lottery system for the replacement jurors. I, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, you know, obviously that takes some of it out of the, the attorney Look, you sent out the article. I right. expect for to have sh- a for hearing sh- sure yeah. argument. For it. <laughs> Look, no,
1: you're right. No. I mean, just... The
2: voir dire process is the voir dire process. I don't, I don't know if I would necessarily argue against that because it's the same process everybody else gets. Right. They each get three strikes, and at the end, if you can't make decisions, it's done at random. I mean, that's that's not like it was. That, a that, that's curveball. that's for everybody, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. That, that's not something new or different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I mean like i said i kind of settled back on the fact that it was a unanimous decision after a pretty long debate look which which at least made me think maybe they were in there going no we got to take a little longer or else they're going to think we just jumped to conclusion (laughs) i
1: I, I do want to ask one question and this probably should have been asked first and maybe through thor's you know magic we can you know rewind all this and put this there let's start over (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was Kyle from Wisconsin? No, he was because I feel like uh, what's that?
3: He was from Antioch, Illinois.
1: Okay, that's right, I feel away. like there was something about traveling across state lines too with the weapon, which you know we haven't even touched on that yet. I mean, yeah. how does that not become the know, weapon
3: was question? not the weapon was not transported across state lines that was one of the lies they debunked it was in an article by new york times is that it was held at a friend's house under lock and key. And he was actually already in Kenosha. He had worked. And I think Andy said that he had worked and then had done, right. scrubbed graffiti off a building or something like that. So the weapon was already there. He didn't transport it across. state. So it lines. was not his
1: weapon. It was uh, somebody else's
2: weapon.
3: I believe so. It was like a stepfather of a friend or something like that that had it. Yeah. So.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah he basically used it. Mean, I mean, let's I'm be honest. Just... Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. You can it, interrupt the guest This is not no. up. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say this is a little bit of a gray area. That that's all we're gonna say is gotcha. this is something we should probably we should. I, I, I don't want to split hairs here, but at some point this we should get into minutia some things on this. Uh, a speaking, at some that point. No, but, but maybe, but
0: maybe we should no. consider. It I they want should... bold, uninformed reactions. How that's else right, are we going to get inflamed here? That's right. Yeah,
3: yeah. Andy. What were I you going to say? Little...
4: Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I, I, I actually think the kid used like stimulus money to buy this weapon, and <laughs> then his so. Stimulus. Yeah, I swear oh, to God, oh, oh, the iron. and that, and that, his friend's dad or stepdad held it for him or bought it on his behalf and then basically held it like you said, under lock and key or whatever. Probably because uh,
3: mom was like, you can't do that. You can't have it in my house. So he probably well, housed it elsewhere.
4: And, I think and I then also... when he turned 18, it, the stepdad was going to give it to him. You know, right. uh, and then basically, uh, and this this gets to the point uh, about the you know where do we go from here and, and my point about uh, inst- mediating institutions. Right. So basically you have an organization kind of generating a protest without any sort of central leadership direction, goals, et cetera, that spirals out of control very quickly. And then you have the secondary or third order effect of Kyle and his stepdad's friend or his friend's stepdad sitting there watching TV, watching their, you know, social networks, friends, place, whatever burning or people damaging things. And the guy got like, so the stepdad got so agitated that he like got the guns out. It was like we, you know, we're and then as they put out the net call. So I think moving forward, we, we, we you know, we need more sobriety. You know, I mean, it's kind of funny we all talk about drinks, but I mean, we need, <laughs> you know, sobriety ain't happening on this the, podcast. The actors, you know, <laughs> like the, the key social actors need to control their own better. You know, Absolutely. because you can't tell how these things are going to play out. And and you know, I, I mean, I, you know, Charlie Sykes. Uh, Who's a conservative commentator but kind of you know like and endeavor trumper uh you know he has a a, a thread that he posts like you know weekly or whatever on the on the the bulwark and i thought he had one of the better takes on the whole rittenhouse thing and he basically said something to the effect of when you play with chaos you kind of have to own the consequences and i I cannot (laughs) tell you how many liberal friends of mine were making excuses for riots and it's only property and I'm like, I remember telling them at the time, like, guys, you are playing with fire. No pun intended. Like, this is not going to go well mm-hmm. for you. It's not even going to go well for the civil rights movement. I mean, there was others in the who had studied this issue uh, in terms of how the civil rights movement changed after 1968 when MLK was assassinated and, and there were all these race riots that turned the, the, the progress of civil rights yeah. uh, against the, the movement. So-
2: you're not ahead, wrong, Andy. Two wrongs don't make a right, but, I mean, frustration is frustration is frustration. No, I got it. Like, no, I, 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 I understand. mean, it Frustrated. sucks. It sucks that after, like, you know, decades and decades of not being heard, people still are at the same place they were 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago. Um, I, look, you're not wrong, but I kind of understand. What do you do with that pent-up frustration? I mean, sex. we've all been there, right? Like we, right. Well, if you can smoke a well, joint, we've all mm-hmm. been there. We've all been there where we're so frustrated. We're so pissed off. We throw something, we punch a wall. What we kick, we kick something and stub a toe, whatever. Like, I mean, can we imagine these people that are having to deal with this and that amount of frustration, that level of frustration, that depth of frustration? No. Well, I mean, that at, into yeah, I mean, Hostos, yeah, so, as we've
0: said in previous podcasts, you can, sympathize, but it doesn't mean you can empathize because you can't right. relate to it in that sense. But, uh, you know, kind of putting the rational hat back on. I, I understand the comment. I do. And I've vo- voiced the same thing of like when you create scenarios and we've cited South Central L.A., you know, puritanical laws created that hotbed of crime and anger, and then they wonder why it happens. Similarly, you know, if we're creating the circumstances, creating all the frustration, It's not that I don't understand it, but if I were to take a step back and and try to give it leadership, say like at the end of the day, all you're doing is playing into the hands of the other side of this issue. Because they're just going to portray you as rioters, looters, who this is why they have to be controlled or this is what happens kind of stuff. And oh, by the way, you know, as opposed to a bottom up, you know, mob, for lack of a better term, when you're an organized structure, there's accountability for outcomes as opposed to trying to trace down every single individual video camera like we're doing with January 6th to a degree you know to try to find individuals and go aha there they are they busted that window because all you're doing you know it's (laughs) you're just you're just picking the low-hanging fruit and throwing some people who are already angry in jail for longer you know like it's not helping either right Mac what were you going to say or do you remember
1: no, I, I do. I'm I'm somewhat sober today. Getting so better, I, getting better. Good. Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> memory's getting a little. Sucko. <laughs> um.
0: Fuck. Oh, don't you do okay. it? So, don't you do don't it? you forgot. <laughs>
1: no No. Um, the, the question I kind of want to pose, and, and I know you, this is kind of something you didn't necessarily want to go down on this call, but I think. We we need to talk about it. Please What's wrong with going down, down bro? On. Not going You're down. Gonna I'm gonna say, bro, on.
2: put on those elbow <laughs> pads and the fucking bib and get to work, yo.
3: Please. I'm ask trying to be
1: serious here.
3: Horse look, we horse need to I you gotta just clearly I just I came through. to the call. We need to be <laughs> respectful to of our guest time. He's gotta go <laughs> out know, and murder some deer. Yes. So
1: Robert,
3: please ask well, your question. Let's go.
1: And this is where I kind of want to pick it up. Andy, we apologize. If we went down the road of, say, like, you know, I know England has done this, I believe, um, and I'm sure there's other countries where you collect all the weapons. Nope.
4: I, I'm telling you that. You don't know what I was going to say. That's almost a guaranteed <laughs> civil war. I'm telling you, my friend. It, it, it's not going to work. And, and I, what I would argue is we're at a, most of our political problems, in my opinion, are a function of law of, of a crisis of trust. Right. We have to rebuild most of what causes the riot in the first place to the point about frustrations boiling over is because there's no sense of trust that the the African-American community, for lots of legitimate reasons, doesn't trust police so that when they have to make tough calls and they, you know, I mean, even the guy that was shot, uh, Mr. Blake, you know, I mean, the fact is he had a knife, you know, now, you know, I, I don't know all the ins and outs of that case. Right, but the fact is, there was so much mistrust of the police that, not you know, notwithstanding that the guy had a knife, that you know, there was there, uh, they, they didn't give him the benefit of the doubt. the mean, the police, and that's when things got out of hand. So I, I would argue that that trying to go after the guns, in my opinion, is is like you're playing to the worst fears of the other side. I, I really think that, and I, I have this argument with my uh, Trump friends, supporting friends, all the time. They're always pointing out that the other side is so terrible and that they're, they have it out for us. They're going to take our shit, do all these terrible things. And then they, and then all the reasonable conservatives like Romney and, you know, and, and you know, McCain was alive. They're always regarded as like these squishy, useless pansies, blah, 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 rhinos that won't stand up. And they're just going to negotiate like the French terms of surrender. It's like, guys, that's not true. Number one, number two, when you're when you wholeheartedly back and make excuses for actual white supremacy you know then you're not going to get any you know all the calls go against you and you're 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 aiding and abetting the extremism on, and the extremes feeding on each other but Mac, go I'm ahead sorry officer,
3: mag go ahead
1: <laughs> no no if i'm a police officer you're not in case it, you weren't sure no, i'm not <laughs> i stayed at a holiday in last night <laughs> okay. but i am not I a police know, officer i don't know
2: man i don't know um, dude mag loves donuts <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
0: you. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I love donuts too. Don't
1: hate so we we should up, have, end, we should have so ended
0: ahead. with Andy. We should have ended with Andy. Yeah, we should have.
2: <laughs> no,
1: we cannot end on, you know, a rational, well thought out argument. That can't
2: happen. If you're a police that officer, that sets some somebody-
1: precedence for this podcast. <laughs> that's Right. If somebody were a police officer, it's going to be much easier for them to make that stop. Knowing that, you know, that person should not have a weapon, right? You know, so maybe, you know, and I'm being very pie in the sky here, right? Maybe that's a way that you can then start helping build trust again. Because they're not going to then automatically assume
0: <laughs> that everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what, what's Mac listed as on the uh, website? The optimist? <laughs> yeah, the optimist. Look,
3: I get what you're saying, Mac. Uh, in all honesty, though, in terms of being respectful of time, because I know our guest is has got somewhere to be, but I, I do want to kind of wrap up and say, aside from just being an interesting topic, Andy, thank you for being here. I do appreciate it, and I, I do agree. And it was not our intent to vilify Kyle Rittenhouse. It was just kind of indicative of the situation and what does this mean moving forward? What precedent I mean, does this vilify stay? the
2: judicial system? It just right. made it easy. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, and again, it's like he's
2: he's just a poor pawn. Right. It's
3: it's like a few years ago, you know, shithead getting elected to president. I had to accept that wasn't my vote. I had to accept it. This case comes down. He gets acquitted. We accept it. We move on. Whatever that rebuilding process is, I simply wanted to talk and debate but, kind of the fundamental points of, of what happened and whether or not we thought, does this set a bad precedent moving forward? So,
1: But here's my question. if you Another just question?
3: Damn, it. you're full of questions.
1: <laughs> yes. God damn right man. If you just accept it, does anything ever change?
3: Well, I think that's what... what I mean, if Grinch you just was, say...
1: Hey, eh, you know what? Well, It wasn't my vote. He's not my president, but I, there's nothing I can do about it. So. Well, oh, well, you can't do anything do, about it for four years. Then? You can't do oh, anything
3: about yeah. that for four years. Yeah, I mean,
0: I'll, I'll use it's the same
1: the, with this, right? Do, but, do but no, you I think it's what like, we need to make change.
0: <clears throat> Grinch's underlying saying, you, point is you have you have to re, like Andy already said, you got to rebuild the trust in the system. Right. I mean, just like the election eroding the belief that the, that the, this last election was correct. Look at the damage it caused. Right. And in the case of Kyle Rittenhouse, I'm not prepared, not that I'm in the area, to just go, well, clearly none of it worked. Let's just tear the shit down too. I mean, what you hope follows is through leadership, dialogue, and constructive. You know, it's cool. How do we anything. how do we not allow this to happen again?
3: Right. And I think that's what Andy's point was, is like you look at the institution and you figure out how to rebuild the trust and and maybe shift the institution so we're not in this same situation. With that being said, Andy, thank you for being here. I know we're running I long. a Question. I fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: I hope I that you have not gotten hammered. Yeah,
3: I hope you haven't gotten hammered in your time here with us. This this hour no, and a no, half. No, is, no, I
4: limited myself to just one. <laughs> I'm yeah. so
3: disappointed. I'll never look at Jersey people the same. Uh, no, uh, we do appreciate you taking time out of your day and being here yeah, and, it was nice and to meet everything you, you yeah, brought absolutely. to the table. So. You know,
4: really, really, really. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, yeah. you know, I, if if we if you guys are interested in having me on again, I, I certainly would be game. Absolutely, that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah you make the rest yeah, of us yeah, look yeah,
1: dumb. You. It's not going to happen. Sorry, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm, we, I'm okay you, with pushing the envelope. Yeah, when yeah, you I, listen I,
1: back I, to this podcast, and there's only one reference from you in it, you can thank <laughs> Thor for editing out all the smart stuff. He said He's going to be like, "Wait, what the fuck was I? I that?" <laughs> we
0: just, hey, we. I'm drinking a blue moon.
1: That'll be all that. Can we just get you to say? <laughs> all i
0: have to say about that and that's all, <laughs> <laughs> <That's it. laughs>
3: uh, all right so with that being said ladies okay. and gentlemen we're going to wrap it up there uh, okay. i hope you've enjoyed this one it was a little contentious but i think we covered a, a lot of ground and he brought some valid points as yep. we all oh, did that. but his were most valid because we're going to do that because he's the guest So, you know, if you'd like to listen to this episode, please feel free to go to a spiriteddebate.com, check out all of our drinks. Our episodes are there in the vault. You can feel free to listen to all of them. There are going to be 95 in there after this week. So plenty of episodes to listen to. Feel free to drop us a line at spiriteddebates at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Drop us a drink recipe you'd like us to try. Or if you want to be on the show like Andy, go ahead and drop a topic you'd like us to talk about. Maybe we'll get you on if you're lucky you'll have to be from New Jersey and you'll have to be intelligent about your points. If that doesn't happen, then I don't know what to tell you. So uh, gentlemen, thank you all for being here. I appreciate it. And we will do this again next time.